Good morning, Josh. This is overwhelming, you know. <laughs> I feel like going under here if there's a hole under, you know. <laughs> um, please, can we take this round? We eat in church. We have fun in church. Can we just take it round, please? Yeah? Let's go around. Thank you, girls. Good morning, church. Yeah, my name is okay. I don't need any further introduction. It's, it's on the screen, actually. I don't know my name is there. <laughs> Amen. We thank God for this day. I want to appreciate you all for the warm welcome. Uh, not just this morning, but you've been good. And ever since we joined this church, we felt as part of the family. Uh, it was, for me, it seems as if we've been here for years. <laughs> because of the way you guys welcomed us and you made us feel that we are part of you and you are part of us as well. Hallelujah. So may God bless you. We thank you so much for that. I also want to thank uh, Barry and Vicky who allowed me to stand here. <laughs> it's a big, huge privilege to stand up here. I don't know if I can fit into their shoe. But <laughs> Amen. But thank you so much, and um, uh, it's a huge privilege, and I know some great men of God have stood on this stage, may not be on this particular building. I remember Dennis, his, his great work in this church, and um, how God used him to shape the church the way it is. I'm not, I'm not forgetting Tina for her yeah. prayers and yeah. support and all she's done yeah. to keep this assembly going. Yeah. God is with us in this place. Amen. God is with us. And we are blessed with great men and women that love the Lord. Yeah. And not just that, we are blessed to have people who cares for us. Yeah. God cares for you, but we have people who are looking after you, after us. I'm glad I, I am part of the sheep, you know, the Barry and Vicky are shepherding at this particular time. So it's a privilege. God bless you all. Amen. I believe this month, as you have um, decided to leave your pulpit for us, I declare it a month of rest for you. You know what happened? On the seventh month, God rested. On the seventh day, sorry. And this is the seventh month of the year. So it's symbolic to what God did. So God rested. I pray that God will give you full rest. You will stand again from the month of August refreshed, empowered with God's anointing and spirit. And God will give you new revelation, new ideas for what he wants to do in this place. Because what God has started doing is just a little, a little of what he's about to do through you guys. Amen. This morning, first I want to welcome you all, greet you all in a special way. You know we speak Queen's English, and I came from a country that speaks Queen's English too because we are colonized by you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a twist to the Queen's English called the Pigeon English. So I'm going to get you to speak that, that this morning, yeah? And it's going to be a simple one. You know, you're not going to bite your tongue this morning, just a simple one. And I want you to do that. The simple English I want to teach you this morning says, How you day? How you day? Can we say that? How you day? What that means is, How are you? Yeah, <laughs> how you day? And the response is, I did fine. So you just respond to the other person and say, I did fine. I did 
So, can we just stand up, greet five people, say, how you day? And the other person responds, I did fine. Come on, let's do that with joy. Let's do that with joy. How you day? I did fine. I did fine. <laughs> praise God, praise God, praise God. We are family. We are family. We are church. Yeah. We give God thanks. Yeah, this morning, I struggled to arrive at a conclusion of what go on, you know, what to share with you this morning. But I have to wait on him and ask God, what do you want us to discuss? You know, what are you bringing to the church this morning? I prayed, I cried, I thought I'm not hearing anything. (laughs) But at the fullness of time, he said, okay, give the church a prophetic word. There's a sound of abundance coming. God is bringing abundance. God is bringing rain. God is bringing deliverance. God is bringing his healing. God is bringing his miracles. We will see it as never before. There will be revival in this place. And this revival will go, not just in this, it will not be contained in these walls. It will blow out in the whole of Warrington and Cheshire because of what God is going to do in this place. There's a sound of abundance. Amen. Amen. Uh, This morning, I'll be preaching with the kids, my special people. I love them, and they are here with us. And we'll be going through a passage, uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 121. Most of them has got it one verse each. I will read the one. I will read one of the verses that um, dropped off for some reason. But she's busy somewhere, so she couldn't join us. So we have the kids. Can we have the bi- uh, microphone, please? I have my helpers. Thank you. Yeah. Can you take it around? So I have the kids. Can you stand up if you are reading for me? Verse one, Psalm one two one. It will be on the screen. You know, in church, we read the Bible, and the Bible is the Word of God, and we believe that's where we have life, that's where we have meaning to everything we do in this life. So the children want to declare the Word of God to us, and I want you to pay attention as this Word is being declared. Amen. Verse 1, David. Psalm 1, 2, 1, verse 1, go on. I, I lift up. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? Dennis, behind you. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot sleep. He who washes over you will not slumber. Verse 4. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shadow at your right hand. Amen. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Amen. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your, our lives. Amen. The Lord will keep your going out and coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Let's clap for the children. Thank you. The 
microphone from the children. Thank you. Amen. The Lord will keep you going out and coming in from this day, from this time, and forever. Amen. As I said, this is a prophetic word for us as a church. The Lord is with us and is in it. It's in the situation we are going through together. Yes. Uh, all around us today, is, um, we hear of all sorts of things going on. Loneliness, mental health, sickness, various challenges we are going through uh, in this life. COVID-19 started. It did not just leave us with hopelessness. Death, death of some members, some of our family, friends, or relatives, and um, it, 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 left us with, it, it left us with huge um, challenges that nothing else can fill. That did not end there. We faced uh, a Russian and Ukraine war, which has left serious devastation in our world. And the question is, where does our help come from? In the midst of all this, where do we find succor? I looked up the word help. I know that we all know the, the meaning of the word help. It's something we often scream, help! Or, you know, when you are in need, you shout out, you know. But there's something to that beyond just shouting for help. It's about receiving the assistance. It's about receiving that uh, deliverance. It's about receiving that freedom. It's about receiving the, uh, the, the required or the desired as, uh, aid you needed. And Greek word as a, uh, no, Hebrew word as a says it's, it's about getting help get to receive assistance, to receive succor. And that is what God is promising us as his people. Where does our help come from in the midst of all these challenges? Some of us are jobless. Some are looking for jobs. Some are, you know, in the situation that you don't know how to pay the next bill. Where will our help come from? There is hope this morning. And God is assuring you, I am the, next, the, I am the other one in the fire. I th- Thank, thank you to the worship team for that song. It says it's next to us. It's yeah. right there in the fire. It's right here with us. In this situation we are going through, he has not left us here. He has not forsaken us. He, ha- he has not gone to sleep. He's not slumbering. He says it's, it's not man that he will lie, neither the son of man that he will repent. Has he spoken a word and will he not do it? Church, I want to tell you this morning that the only thing that stands in the face of all this crisis is the word of God. And if you will lay hold on that word, you will not slumber. You will not fall. And nothing will move you. You will remain unmovable because the Lord will be with you. Uh, The psalmist asked that question. Where does my help come from? I don't know if you're here this morning. Maybe today's your first time of being with us in this worship. 
or you are visiting, where are you looking for help? Have you looked at Jesus? Have you trusted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? I know you may be in church for long. You may be born in church like me. I was born in church, but I didn't know the Lord until about 15 when I was being ministered to and I committed my life to Christ. And ever since then, my life has not remained the same. I, wasn't, I, I was no longer seen as that church boy that goes to church every day, but I'm seen as a Christian. I become, a, I become Christ-like. I have that transformation. God saved me and gave me his new life. I know the hope I have in God, and that hope is that I will be with him when he appears in his glory. And that's the hope God is giving to you as you are here this morning. You are not here by accident. You are here because he loves you. You are here because he wants to give you that hope. You are here because he wants to give you that eternal life. And you must grab it. So if you have not yet made up, that, make, make up your mind or you have not made that decision, today is that day of salvation. It says today is the acceptable time. Now is that acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. You are not too young to give your life to Christ. You are not too old to give your life to Christ. God loves you, and he has paid the price for your salvation. He has paid it all. You don't need to sacrifice any animal or anything. All you need is to put your faith in him. And that's all he's calling you to do this morning. Put your faith in him, and you will be his child, and he will be your father. God loves you. Make that decision today. The psalmist says, where does my help come from? You may be asking that question in your bedtime. How do I pay the next bill? How do I pay, uh, you know, the council tax? Is everything has increased. Everything has changed. I can't even buy enough food for my family. Where do I get help? God is saying to you, he is next, right next to you. He is here with us and is here to help you. I have been in that situation before. Uh, when COVID-19 started in 2020, I used to run about two businesses. And uh, as a result of the COVID lockdown, obviously we had the law, don't go out, stay in. If you must, not, if you must go out, go out. If you must not go out, you know, it was confused, confusion. Nobody knows what was going on. The, 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 the government don't know whether to keep people in the house or to ask them to go out. You know, it was confusion. And at that time, I have, I have, I have to close down two of my businesses. How do I survive? Where does my help come from? At that time, I, you know, I was crying some nights. God, help me. I have a part-time job at the time, but that's not enough to pay the bills. That wasn't enough to take care of the family. I looked up to God. I asked God, what do you want me to do in this situation? And, I, and to make it worse, just before the COVID, lock, you know, before COVID lockdown, Kenesh was made redundant. And <laughs> it, was, it was like no hopeless situation. Uh, sorry, I didn't introduce myself properly. I didn't, I didn't introduce my two kids, David and Esther, and my 
most beautiful wife, Keneshi. I can't forget them. <laughs> okay. So, Keneshi, when I'm saying Keneshi, I'm referring to my wife, okay? So, you know. <laughs> so, she was made redundant at the time. And um, we, are, we are in a hopeless situation, to be honest. We don't know what uh, to do at that particular time. But we thank God we have the church. Brethren, we are praying for us. We are being supported by the church. You know, the church were encouraging us. One of the times, my pastor came to me and said, okay, what do you want? Do you want to contribute some money? I said, no. It's a big church. You can afford to pay me 1000 every month to every week. But I said, no, because that's not where, uh, you know, that's not what um, I believe will bring solution. All I want is the resources to uh, carry on with the family. I was trusting God that God will provide. Yes. And you know what? While in the midst of that lockdown, I discovered that my garage is full of some you know, wealth, which I never knew of. I started selling things on eBay. And guess what? I made the, money, the amount of money I could not ever imagine or dream of making you know, during the lockdown. So it was a blessing in these guys. And, and the other blessing we received was that at that particular time, schools were all short. Parents were made school teachers, headmasters, and headmistress. I was headmaster. I wasn't a good one, was I? <laughs> I don't want to embarrass my children. <laughs> but Kenneth, she was the headmistress. So being, uh, you know, being out of job was perfect for us. It makes things, you know, fitting perfectly for us that we don't have to worry about where to go, where to take the kids. Yeah. She was able to look after the kids, train them. They were <laughs> doing very well at school at that particular time, doing all their homework. But that is God for us. And in the midst of all that, God carried us through. Hallelujah. And amen. 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 And today I can testify that God has not let go of me, neither has he let go of my family. He supported us through that period, and before the end of COVID, a, a company I was working for it initially called me, okay, do you want to continue <laughs> doing some work for us? Because of COVID, we cannot get enough staff. Do you want to come in and work? I took on the job, and that kept, kept us going throughout that period until we decided, well, I had enough. And time to move. Amen. Amen. So God is good. God is good. The Bible says he is our ever-present help in times of trouble. He is our ever-present help. He said to you, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. All you need is to put your trust in him. If you have, if you have not done that, you are missing something this day. And today may be your opportunity to do that. Amen. As I said to you, I struggle to put things together <laughs> with this uh, message. But God is faithful. And that prophetic word they had for you, I believe has been, this has been dropped in your heart. And if not, look up to him. Your help can only come from him. Your help can only come from Christ. And he is all you need. Yes. 
Jesus is all you need. And that's what we've been declaring this morning. Jesus, he is all you need. You don't need money. Money is not the answer. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. I tell you something, children. When I was in school, I struggled with a course. And one of, uh, thankfully, it wasn't the last uh, term of my session in, in university. There's a course called control engineering. And this control engineering, I struggle with it. I don't know how to handle it. I, the first semester, I failed. I didn't, I didn't get the required points to go through. And at the second semester, I started crying to God. I said, God, take control of control. <laughs> that was my prayer, my slogan. God, take control of control. And you know what I'm trying to share to you, children? God can help you in every situation at school. He is with you at school. When things are difficult, when you are struggling, when you don't know what to do, cry out to God. I cried at that time and said, God, take control of control. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny one, but it's, it worked for me because God took control of control engineering. I was able to pass the control engineering and graduated with my mates at the right time. Amen. So God has the answer. He has the solution. When you are struggling with anything at school, call upon him. He will hear you. And at work, he will hear you when you are struggling with anything. Cry out to him. He's not far away from you. He said, my hands are not short to deliver, and my ears are not deaf to hear you cry. The question is, can you cry? Do you know what happened? The Israelites received deliverance only when God had their cry. God wants to hear your cry. You don't need to continue mourning. And one of my walks in Southampton, I, I was working with this colleague, and um, they kept complaining things were so hard, the, the, the management are so difficult to manage, to support all, they are not doing the right thing for us, they're not providing this, uh, providing that. I looked at her, I said, oh, that's really sad. I wonder what must have happened, oh, that this is really bad. She turned and said, okay, I've never had you mourn. I said, oh. As a child of God, you shouldn't be among them. And that really made me realize, oh, I don't belong to that. So you don't, I don't need to copy what they are doing or what they are saying. You need to stand by the word of God. You have the word, and that word is what will set you free. You don't have to mourn because others are mourning. Cry out to God. He is the answer. He is the solution you need. Without him, we have no answer. And the other question, I, you know, I, this topic I shared in three places, where are you looking? I've, I've covered that. God, look up to Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Okay? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, looking unto Jesus, yes. the author and finisher of your faith. And today, if you have not given your life to Christ, look unto Jesus. He is the answer. And the other thing I also, also want to bring out to us this morning is, uh, why should we look up to the law? I have been saying, look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Trust in Jesus. Why? Mm. Have you asked yourself why? Yes. 
Why is okay telling us this this morning? Barry will come and preach and say, oh, God is your helper. Today, okay, is saying, look unto Jesus. Why? The, the, the answer is we are exposed to various uh, dangers. We are exposed to difficulties. We are exposed to even challenges we cannot handle. We, 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 we are being pushed front and back every day. The government does not have solution to our problem. At COVID, the hospitals were shut down. <laughs> Most hospital beds were empty. Okay? Instead of finding help in the hospital, you are being sent home. Go back home. So is help at home? No. And many people end up dying at home. Why? Because there is no hope in the system. Boris Johnson couldn't even help himself. He's struggling to survive. He managed to survive the no, no confidence vote. Can, do, you, do you want to put your trust in such a person? Yeah. No. Hope is only in God. Yes. Salvation comes from the Lord and the Lord alone. Yes. You may be struggling this morning. God has the answer. If only you can put your trust in him. I keep on repeating that word, trust in him. Hope in him, because that is what you will need to hear this morning. And um, the other thing I also want to bring to us this morning is that he has the answer. He said, come to me, you who are who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. That's in Matthew 11, 28. And he said, cast your cares upon me. Because I cares for you. That's why you will trust in him. That's why you need to look up to him. That's why you don't need to look elsewhere, but to look up to heaven. To him who is there. To him who can save. To him who can deliver. At the time uh, David was writing the psalm, the Israelites, the Jews, they often go up to the hills to look for help. You know, there's Mount, Mount Zion where they can find, you know, where they can go and sacrifice to ask for uh, solutions or for help from God. But David at this particular time said, oh, I have looked up to the hill. It was not the hill that gave me victory over Goliath. It was not the hills or the mountains that gave me victory over the lions that were about to eat my, 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 my flocks and I, I ripped them off. It was, not the, it was not the hills. It was not the mountains that gave me those uh, victories I have encountered. My victory comes from the Lord. Amen. He said, my eyes are on the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Why do you have to look up to God? In the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, you remember what happened then. Adam and Adam was created and God asked Adam to look for help. You know, helpmate. Adam couldn't find a helpmate for himself. You know what? God himself identified the helpmate fit for Adam. He did not leave Adam to do that because Adam could not do it. And the, 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 the situation here with us as well is that you cannot fix it. You need to commit it to him who has the answer. God made the perfect helpmate for Adam. He made the woman that is fit for Adam. He made Eve. He did not make a bloke for Adam, guys. He made Eve for Adam. And Eve was the perfect solution for Adam's hopelessness. 
Eve was the perfect solution for Adam's loneliness. Eve was the perfect solution for Adam's need for comfort and companionship at that particular time. And what is that saying to us? God has the answer for your solution. God can make the right meat, you know, the right, he has the right fix for your situation. He has the right solution. He knows how to do it. You cannot do it yourself. He can do, he alone can do it. If only you will commit it to him. He says in, in Psalm 54 verse 4, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. Church, God is our helper. He's with us. He will uphold your life. In that book of Psalm 121, he says that he who watches over you, he will neither sleep nor slumber. He will keep you. In, in Jeremiah 32, verse 27, he said, Behold, I am God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? The answer is no. There is nothing too hard for our God. There is nothing impossible with God to do. The question is, what can you see? And what are you looking at? Are you looking at the hills? Or are you looking up to God? If you can look up to God, he will sort you out. He will fix it. He will help you. He will give you the answer. I looked up to him. Today, I will, not, I will not say I'm begging for bread. Yeah. I will not say I'm struggling as, it, as, as I was before. Yeah. Why? Because I looked up to him, right. and he helped me. Right. He fixed me, and he fixed my family. Amen. God can do it. And the last point I want to bring to us this morning is God, you know, God can fix everything for us, and he says, in verse, in verse seven, 6 and 7, he said, No evil will, will befall you. That's in Psalm 121, verse 6 and 7. He said, No evil will befall you. And he said, The Lord will preserve you. He will preserve you. He will preserve your going out and your coming in. And you know the other promise he says, With long life. I will satisfy you. The Lord also promised us in the book of Psalm chapter 91, He says, I will deliver you and honor you. Yeah. That is twofold blessings. That's why you must put your trust in Him. He said, He will deliver you right. and honor you. Yeah. That's double, double blessings. What else do you need in life? If you are struggling and you need help, look up to Him. Because he is here to deliver and to rescue. And not only to deliver you, he will also honor you. He said, fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. Church, I, I just felt that God wants to encourage us this morning. And, and this prophetic word that he is with us. Is something that needs to stay with us every day of this week, every day of this month, every day of this year, and the rest of our life. Do not ever think that he's far away from you. Always remember, he is with you. Always remember, he is near you. 
He is the next person in the fire. He's the, he's the, he's the other man in the fire. When, the, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown in the fire, the fourth person appeared. And that person that appeared, the Bible said he was like the Son of Man. He is Jesus. He is your deliverer. He is your healer. He is your helper. He is your strength. And he's your shield. Church, this morning, I don't know what you are going through, but I want to say to you this morning that the solution is here. You don't need to look elsewhere. The solution is here. Because God is here with us this morning. God is here to turn things around for you. Can you put that, those things into his hand this morning? Can you look up to him? Are you, are, are you in need of help? Maybe you are struggling this morning. You don't know how to get the next meal. God is here to help you. I, I shared food this morning to all of us. The symbolic of that is to tell you that here in, in this church, we have fun. We eat, we enjoy. And after church, please don't forget the coffee. We've got enough food for you in the cafe and enough drink at the cafe. But the other thing is that we are also here to care about your physical needs. If, there's, if you're going through some challenges, talk to Vicky, talk to Barry, talk to Jeff or Derek, who is a community group. We will work with you together. We are together with you in it. And we want to share that burden with you. We want to be part of that situation. We want to help you through it. We are not just here to talk, talk to you, repent or trust in the Lord or put your faith in the Lord. We, want to, we are being practical as well to assist you with those needs. So don't go with those needs. If there's any burning desire in your heart, bring it to God. We are going to discuss that together. And if you need help, counseling for work, we have some brilliant people here. I never knew that Sam is a brilliant coach. You know, we have people who can coach you on how to go for interview, how to prepare for work, how to, you know, apply for work as well. We are here to support you. And just never feel that you are alone. One, remember God is with you. Secondly, the church is with you. And we are here to uh, be with uh, to support you and to carry you through every situation. Only if you can remain in Him. In conclusion, I will just say to you this morning, Church, there is nothing impossible with our Father. He said He is God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard with Him? The answer is no. There is nothing too hard with Him. But the the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and He will guide you against the evil one that may come on your way. Just as He promised in that book of Psalm chapter 121, He says, The Lord will keep you. It will keep you when you go out and when you come in. The Lord will watch over you. He will not allow you to stumble. And there's a promise that He will establish you. He will build you up. He will hold you. You know what Jesus said to, this, to, uh, to Satan? He said, go behind me. Even though Satan is saying to him that it's written in the Bible that God will give his angels charge to, give his angels charge to carry you. And the devil knew the Bible. The devil, Jesus said to him, go behind me. And I want to assure you that that word is true for us. God gives his angels command consigning you. 
to keep you in all your ways. And all he's saying to you this morning is, fear not, put your faith in me. And he said, I will fight for you, but you will hold your peace. Can we stand as I close this morning? The Lord is saying, I will fight for you, but you only need to hold your peace. What do you want to bring to God this morning? What are the baggages you are carrying this morning? To be honest, I, I, I have a note here, but I haven't followed it. I couldn't even follow it because God is just moving in the way he wants us. He wants, he wants me to share this word to you. What do you want? Where is your gaze? Where are you looking at? Who are you looking up to? Do you want to look up to Jesus this morning? Do you want to put your faith to Jesus this morning? Do you want to put your trust in him this morning? He loves you. If you want to do that this morning, you have not given your life to Christ and you want to give your life to Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Wherever you are, can you just raise up your hand? He's seeing you while, while our eyes are all closed. Just raise up your hand. He's seeing you and he will, he will meet you right there you are. He just wants you to act in faith by saying, Lord, I surrender my life to you. I give you all. I give you my all. I give you my all. Can you just raise your hand and ask him to come into your life and be your personal Lord and Savior? Father, I give you thanks for these children of yours and I thank you for every soul here this morning. Thank you for these ones who have lifted up their hands to give their life to, their life to you, to make a commitment to follow you. I pray Jesus come into their life this morning. Start a new walk in their life this morning. Bring that transformation in their life this morning. Give them that hope that they need and give them your life in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you thanks for this congregation. Thank you for every one of us here this morning. Thank you because you care for us. Thank you because you, that which consigns us consigns you. Thank you because you say you know the thought you have towards us is a thought of good, not evil, to give us our expected end. Father, here we are before you with our desires, with our hearts open to you, with our, with, with our hearts, oh God, crying out to you for help. Lord, I pray this morning that your help will reach to every individual in this building this morning. And those that are hearing the sound of my voice via the online in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that your help will reach out to every soul right now. I speak healing to the, to the sick this morning. I set your prayers free this morning in the name of Jesus. I set the captive loose this morning in the name of Jesus. I break every yoke upon every individual here. Yokes of mental health. Yokes of, God of lack of poverty. Any form of yokes upon any life here. Lord, I command this yours broken in the name of Jesus. He said, by the reason of your anointing, every yoke shall be broken. And so this morning, Lord, as I 
bring, as I, as I brought that word of prophecy, Lord, to your people, I pray, Lord, that you will break yokes. You will lift up those bodies of the hearts of your children in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that life shall be set free this morning. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father, even for the leadership of the church. Thank you for what you are doing through Barry and Vicky and also Tina. Lord, we are grateful to you. I pray, Lord, that their body, no Lord, shall be lifted up right now. Lord, you will take care of their needs right now. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, just continue your work. We thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name.